verschillende locaties in het land is de avondspits erg druk en onvoorspelbaar. Op de A12 werd spook gereden omdat de rijbaan aan de andere kant geblokkeerd was. De blokkades zijn moeilijk te voorspellen omdat de locaties steeds veranderen. De A1 bij Amersfoort staat helemaal dicht. Bij Arnhem zijn ook grote problemen op onder andere de A12. In totaal staat er een kleine 500 kilometer file in het hele land. De provincie Flevoland heeft hoger beroep aangetekend tegen de rechterlijke beslissing om het doden van edelherten bij de Oostvaardersplassen te verbieden. De rechtbank vond dat Flevoland onvoldoende motiveerde waarom nog eens bijna 500 herten gedood moesten worden. De provincie baseerde het aantal dieren op een adviesrapport. Met het hoger beroep kan het hele rapport door een rechter beoordeeld worden... met als doel onzekerheden over het beleid te voorkomen. Ouders die vanmiddag in de Tweede Kamer waren voor het debat over de kindertoeslagaffaire... zijn gefrustreerd naar huis gegaan. Ze hadden gehoopt dat er oplossingen en toezeggingen zouden komen... maar er was geen debat door het aftreden van staatssecretaris Snel. Ze zijn bang dat het opstappen van Snel voor vertraging zorgt. Snel stapt op omdat hij en de Belastingdienst gefaald hebben in de kindertoeslagaffaire... waarbij de dienst ouders bestempelde als fraudeurs. Het Amerikaanse Huis van Afgevaardigden debatteert over de impeachmentprocedure van president Trump. Er worden twee aanklachten behandeld, machtsmisbruik en belemmering van het congres. Trump zou zijn bevoegdheden hebben gebruikt om Oekraïne onder druk te zetten. Verwacht wordt dat de meerderheid van het huis, dat wordt beheerst door de democraten, de aanklachten overneemt. En dan nog het weer. Er is wat sluierbewolking en het blijft droog. De temperatuur ligt vannacht tussen de 3 en 6 graden. Morgen opnieuw zon, vooral in het oosten. In het westen bewolkt en regenachtig bij een middagtemperatuur tussen de 10 en 15 graden. Tot zover het Radio Nieuws. Life, it's my turn to yell. Oh. 
Hadwig Minis, I don't want to survive, I want to live. You're listening to Student Radio Maastricht 107.5. So today we're going to talk about freedom. What is it? Can you measure it? Does the world enjoy more freedoms now than in past decades? Uh, the content of this, this episode is to address these questions and more. So let's start a conversation and see where it will take us today. I'm Katinka. I will be your host of today's show. With me is my co-host, Ralfa. Hello, hello. Thank you for, uh, for wanting to have this conversation with me, Ralfa. Thank um, you for having me. Yeah, so let's start uh, with what your interest on this topic is. Um, the variety of things that you can and will talk about. Um, we will, mm -hmm. of course, start with something more personal. So how does our freedoms affect us? What can we do? Like the freedom of mobility, like can you actually yeah. like travel more than people used to before. But my main topic of interest is like the global freedom, like especially the journalism, like what happens these days, um, what happens to people who are reporting on like very crucial topics. Yeah. But uh, without spoiling too much, we're going to talk <laughs> yes. about it. It's going to be quite interesting, I think. Yeah. And you take on it. Um, but also like I'm interested to see what our guests have to say yes. and think about the topic yeah we with have two guests with us randy and gabrielle um yeah if you would please introduce yourself tell uh, tell the listeners who you are and uh, what interests you about the topic of freedom i think randy you're gonna start <laughs> yeah so um yeah so my name is randy software programmer and uh, i do psychotherapy in the evenings once a month uh so that's yes. my introduction and what interests you about the topic of freedom uh, yeah, I think it's um, you know it's a subject of of yeah of something that mm -hmm. everybody deals with, uh, and in many many places it's uh, yeah it's something that's not really um, you know something that yeah that you take for granted you know here in the rest it's yeah, yeah like something different in the rest of the world. So very cool, yeah. thank you. Well, Gabrielle, tell us who you are and uh, what are your interests about the topic of freedom. Um, sure. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Gabrielle. Uh, I am the president of Studentenvereniging Kaleido, and I am also a third-year IB student here at Hoogschool Zuid. Um, what interests me about freedom? Um, for me personally, it's uh, I was raised in basically a very strict household, and I've been mm. dreaming about my own personal freedom, getting to do whatever the fuck I want, basically, since yeah. I was so young. <laughs> finally got it till I was 17, like Asian parents. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. And I've been really enjoying my so-called freedom since, really. Okay, cool. Well, thank you. Thank you for uh, being here with us today and welcome here as well, because it's the first time for you. Uh, Gabrielle, you'll be singing live as well on today's show. Yep. It's always exciting to have a live performances in the studio. And you asked me to uh, to sing along with you, so I will do that. Uh, very excited about that. Yeah, uh, on, uh, on tech, we have Sachit here today. We'll make sure that all our technical things are arranged and work out. So welcome, Sachit. Thank you. And uh, yeah, feel free to join the conversation as well on the topic of freedom. What, yeah, maybe start off with what interests you about I that. Love, I love picking Ralph's brain, so that's what this is going <laughs> to be about. <laughs> okay, awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, we're going to do that most of the time today. Uh, the song we started with was by Hadwig Minnes, I Don't Want to Survive, I Want to Live. Uh, Hadwig was born in Maastricht and uh, besides being a successful actress, that's what she does in, uh, in real life, she also released two albums and a single. And I Don't Want to Survive, I Want to Live is from her second album, The Truth and Nothing But The Truth. And that's what we want today as well. I want nothing but the truth. So, um, yeah, let's 
start and see what freedom means for us personally. Well, I know for me it's a very important topic in my life, something that I longed for when I was younger. I mean, I was born and raised here in Maastricht, so um, I think I was lucky to grow up with a lot of freedom. Also with my parents, um, I think I, uh, they gave me a lot of freedom growing up, luckily. Lucky you. Yeah, lucky <laughs> me. Uh, but still, I never really felt free when I was younger, when I was in high school. Also when I was studying, I always had this feeling of, you know, there should be more and I felt kind of locked in society or on the path that I had to walk on. So I was very excited to finish school and then I left, uh, traveled a bit and yeah, still looking for that freedom, I guess. I now have my own uh, company. So that gives me a lot of freedom to do what I want, whenever I want, with who I want. Um, so yeah, I think um, I'm now, I'm almost 28, I'll be 28 in January and I'm now at a point in my life where I feel that I finally have a bit of freedom financially as well and also with the things I want to do. <coughs> you know, in work or ways to make my money. So, but it's only now I'm all 28, almost 30. You have two so years and you turned 30. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that you're almost 30 <laughs> twinkle in your eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And I think there's still a lot for me to discover and a lot of new ways to be free. You know, I'm still renting an apartment that doesn't really feel like, um, you know, have some freedom in that. But um, yeah, I think it's a very interesting topic because it means something yeah, different for anybody. Um, Rafa, maybe you can tell us some more about what freedom means for you personally. Yes, well, first of all, I think it's interesting that you've said that. Um, uh, I think it's rather interesting that you said that uh, just now you are getting some degree of freedom in your life, um, which also mm -hmm. comes from the fact that you have your company, your, your work, yeah. right? Because <clears throat> my question is, we live in a free country you know, in yeah. a, like in Europe right now, which is like quite convenient for us when you are talking about freedom, right? Um, but the question is, are we, yeah, what is freedom? Because, okay, we have freedom of speech, we can speak up our minds, we can even swear on this radio. Yes, uh, <laughs> You better fucking believe me about that. Um, but my main point is that, okay, we have like certain degrees of freedoms, like to do things, to travel and whatnot, but at the same time, there is different levels of freedom, right? Um, so many people like, okay, they're allowed to speak up and whatnot, but they are locked in their lives because for example, of a terrible job they have, you know, yeah. or like not getting paid enough or like being stuck with the bills that they will never be able to cover. So, you know, yeah. like on one hand, we are dealing with this aspect of freedom, which is uh, pure theology, just like talk about the thing and yeah, be able to speak up your mind. But there is also like the other aspect of freedom because we don't have slavery, for example. I mean, not in Europe. Well, yeah, I was, I was just going to say not not here anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like my main point is that you don't have slavery on paper. But what is, for example, working for like overworking yourself for like minimal wage? You know, yeah. the names change. Maybe the conditions change a bit. But like, is it still the, f the desired freedom? Is this the maximum level of freedom we will ever reach as humanity or? Yeah. So th that, that, that's my take on it, you know, like on the different levels of freedom. Of course, like you can also talk about uh, kids, you know, as a kid, I wanted to have freedom from my parents and I was like, I'm going to use my freedom to eat every Snicker bar in the world. Yeah, because right. they are that's telling freedom. you you have only yeah. one, you know, and it's like, no, I will have all of them. Yeah, I so think it changes as well, the concept of freedom exactly. when you grow up or when you, you know, feel the freedom to do something else. Um, make new decisions in your life, then your concept of freedom might change as well. Of course. So where you are right now, um, would you say that you have freedom in your life? To some extent, yes, but it's always a trade-off, you know, unless yeah. um, you still have to work, you still need to dedicate uh, part of your life to be able to like pay your bills, right? So I do enjoy great degree of freedom, more than, well, luckily more than some people do around the world, right? But as I said, like, is that the maximum? 
for me, hopefully not. Hopefully, you can still like release ourselves a little. It's but more to get. Yeah. Well, I'm what's gonna your take on it, Randy? On your freedoms? Thank you. Um, <coughs> yeah, I think it's a very broad subject. Um, uh, and also, yeah, and also we can yeah we can talk for this for yeah, for hours and hours and longer. <laughs> but I think for uh, maybe in, in a general sense, um, yeah. Um, so for yeah to give an example if you if you talk about free, freedom of uh, yeah of speech yeah mm -hmm. to name a subject um yeah there's also yeah it's very broad i mean where 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 are the extremes but i mean those those you can usually um identify but then mm -hmm. you know what is the line and is and is that actually a line is it more range and where do we define that and who defines that well technically the line so, is defined by not crossing other person's freedom right that's like this yeah. Yeah, that's the a general line. one, right? Common line, right? Yeah. So, Randy, would you say, would, do you feel free in your life? Uh, yeah, I think in general, uh, yeah, I do. I do feel free um, because I view more like you know you, you can be free, but it has consequences, you know, as well. So you can do yeah mm -hmm. whatever you want, but it has consequences. So, um, what's the consequence in your life of your freedom? Uh, yeah. Um, so. You know, I choose to have a job, you know, and so I didn't because you mm -hmm. then get the advantages of, yeah, what society can give you. Um, so that sense of feel, yeah, feel free, you know, you're, you're, yeah, you're pretty much allowed to do what you, what you want to do. And yeah. that sense in a certain context, of course. So any more freedom, if you look at how much can you extend that for you in your life? Is there any more freedom to get for you still? Um, that's a good question. Um, I haven't thought about this very deeply, actually. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe because now's the free. time. Now, now's the time <laughs> now's to do about the, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, if there are more things to feel free about. Um, well, maybe just think about it for a second. When mm. we can ask Gabrielle yeah. about the freedom in your life, how free do you feel now? Do you have free? Because you're oh a student, God. so there's things you have to do. You have exam week. You have to uh, do things. You're also part of Kaleido. Um, so yeah, yeah. Are uh, you free enough right now, or? Um, well, before, basically before summer ended, I was frankly quite free. I was traveling. I went back home for a whole month and, um, freedom is rather quite personal for me. Um, it's mainly personal than it is, um, anything more because ever since I was young, it was all I've ever dreamt. Uh, like I said, I grew up with very, very strict parents, which such can, uh, relate, I hope. Well, of course. <laughs> 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 yeah. And, um. Well, you can ask anyone who actually really knows me, like uh, my aunt, she's actually listening in right now. And uh, she knows how much I've always wanted my freedom, how much I wanted to get out of Bali, that's where I'm from, and how much I just wanted to live my own life without anybody having to tell me what to do. Uh, but then again, I was really young then, that was all I ever wanted. Yeah. So yeah, when I was 17, I, uh, I moved out of Bali, I came here to the Netherlands. Um, and finally got, yeah, my freedom. I was able to do whatever I want and everything like that. And I loved it. But um, even when I had um, my student life, I was also pretty free because in um, the first two years that I had uni, no, the first year, I uh, decided that I didn't want to take any responsibilities because when I was in high school, I did take a lot of responsibilities. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was really being really free, hanging out with my friends, just taking all that time for myself. But then as I uh, got older, well, like I'm 20 now, I mean, what is old? <laughs> you still have time to grow a bit older then, but sure, you got older, yeah. You turned, you turned 19 and then what happened? Yeah. It is clearly deeply political on this table. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I started taking more uh, yeah, responsibility. I mean, um, 
I was very involved at school with being uh, also in the st uh, study program committee and also mm -hmm. now, you know, Kaleido and everything and, and I work <laughs> and I study. Yeah. And I have my student association. It doesn't sound like much freedom, huh? Yeah, well, for Not me... Not anymore. <laughs> I think that goes... For me, personally, that goes ha hand in hand as well. I see that how more... Um, when I take on more responsibilities in my life, mm. that actually creates a type of freedom because anything that's my responsibility is for me to do, to create, to change. So and it's your choice to do it as well. Yeah. If, I mean, often, at least. Yeah. You. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to go into next song right about now. Yeah. You're all waving Before at me, Sashid. Yeah. Yes, of course I'm waving. I always have things to say. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, um, looking at what people have said on this table, uh, there's a lot of interesting things that have come up, but, and my question is directed to Ralfa now. What do of you mean? Course. <laughs> of course. Of <laughs> course. Yeah, of course. Oh. What do you mean by freedom anyway? You know, like everybody has their freedoms, but they've kind of filled up their freedom with, you know, <laughs> stuff that they have to do and they cannot escape. Like, I'm stuck here on this chair mixing for you guys. You know, how free am I? I don't know. <laughs> 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 Jokes apart, I love being on student radio. Shout out to everybody who helps me be here. I'm, I love all of you. But yeah, I mean... Uh, so is that a question? Or <laughs> no, <laughs> the question is coming. The question is, oh. what do you mean by freedom? What do I mean by freedom? Yeah. Because, I mean, if you, think, mm -hmm. if you just say it's, the, it's choices mm -hmm. and you say something like, I can choose to starve, I, I'm not sure if that's something that you would well, consider would as a mm -hmm. choice. Because, I mean, let's, if you talk about human rights, everybody deserves to live. So, well, uh, freedom, do you generally speaking, in any terms of, sorry, but like... Mm? Yeah, do, do, do you include uh, things, things uh, do you think that certain choices are, you know, um, the choices that you must make in order to live come under the choice, uh, come under your freedom? Or do you think those things have to be guaranteed? That's a very, very, very tricky question. Because first of all, what is freedom? Yes, thank you very much. Always appreciate it. Um, so first of all, what is freedom? Like freedom is not a choice. It's the ability to actually make a choice, right? Yeah, because, I agree with that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, freedom is opposition to being forced to do something when you don't have the ability, you are actually, you have to do it, right? Absolutely. So it's not about the choice itself. It's about ability to have these choices. So now how does that transfer to your life? Um, when we are talking, yeah, you're being forced <laughs> to to sit with us because we had no more text uh, for for this week. Because are you trying to say that I'm your last choice? Oh wow! Ouch. <laughs> first and the last. Uh, you know, the first will be the last, and the last will be the first. That's what our Lord and Savior said. Um, but how it transfers to to the actual things you have to do? Well, yes, that's always the question because that depends on your, for example, like a political stance. You know, like yeah. which things should be provided, which things shouldn't. Like, yeah, should I be worried yeah. about? Uh, having to go sometimes for a, through a terrible job just to keep a shelter over your head mm -hmm. or should shelter be just part of your uh, well freedom of like being able to do something in your life you know yeah. mm. so like again like questions like this yeah i'm more towards socialist side so you know mm. like we should provide as many facilities for people as possible to free up their time so that people would not need to work like the best examples for example um uh, the basic income or the project related to this. Yeah. Freeing up people's time to see if they become more productive. And despite what other people say, like it actually shows that people when they have more time, so more freedom in their life, they don't get lazier. They actually follow up the things they would like to follow up, you know? Yeah. So this question itself could take me like another 20 minutes to explain, but I hope that I, sheds some light. I understand. I think mm. um, I, I, I want to say that it shed lights, but it just led to more questions that I want to bug you with. So oh, right. <laughs> I think so let's just give it a break. Let's yeah. play some music. Let's, uh, to, uh, let's yeah. go into more questions after, uh, after a song. Cutting, just cutting me yes. off. Yeah. Yeah. Have a moment <laughs> here to relax. Yeah. Here. <laughs> <laughs> now I have this song. Uh, well, actually, uh, Gabrielle chose it. 
um, because we uh, we talk a lot about personal freedom and what it means to us. Um, and our next song is going to be um, "What the Hell" by Avril Lavigne. She de- she describes the song as a broad message about personal freedom, but also calls it the least personal song of the album. So let's see what personal freedom means for her. Avril Lavigne. Well, we had a little chat already about personal freedom, what it Lovely. means uh, to each one of us. Um, I want to expand the topic a bit because there's yeah a lot to say about our own freedoms, but we also uh, yeah want to have a look in the context of the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. We had a bit of a conversation during uh, the song. So, Sashita, I actually want to come back to you because you just said that you 
actually do not believe in personal freedom. Bom, 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 bom. Yeah, yes, no. I don't believe in personal freedom, no. And I think that also has something to do with the concept of, you know, the whole world and society and everything. Yeah. Can you explain a bit more about why you do not believe in personal freedom? Well, I think, I think uh, I'd like to reference like the big, big philosophical debate of, well, free will. Yeah. And uh, I think freedom stems from free will. And I really don't believe we have much free will in the world. So as a consequence, I don't think we have much freedom. And the reason I don't believe that we have freedom is that I think there are many things that we are required to do. And we just we don't like we don't like the world to appear in such a way that, that we are forced to do them. We like to we like to pretend to ourselves that we do things out of choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in reality, we just we have to do some things and we end up doing them. There's not much that changes. Or not. Mm, I mean, if you look at things, I, I'm pretty sure that if you look at us as a big collective and you you know drew, did a bunch of statistics, you know, like, you know, look at averages and means, I think you'd find that most people do things extremely predictably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, I, I kind of agree with you up until a certain level, because I am one of those people that likes to believe that I still have some freedom yeah. <laughs> and, and decisions that I can make. So I think that's true we for almost about everybody. full freedom, though, right? There is no such thing as a full freedom like yeah that's what yeah, that's what he said yeah, before exactly. the big yeah. I mean, well doing like full freedom wouldn't it be wouldn't it be something like doing whatever the fuck you want without any consequences whatsoever anarchy yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. unfortunately yeah, it doesn't work that way you know you, you not as long not as long as you want to be part of a society is when when you want to be part of a culture part of a country maybe mm-hmm. i think there's uh, that's where i really feel what you're saying such that there, you don't really have all the freedom because then there's nothing around you right exactly uh, and since we are part of something here all of us uh, that kind of narrows down the freedoms that you have i think that's a, that's the point what i would say to you is that uh, to live peacefully to coexist peacefully requires a compromise between personal freedom and what what the collective requires yeah mm-hmm. and so there's always going to be you know some limitations some curbing of your personal freedoms some trade-off yeah. Yeah. exactly some trade-off and that's why at least as long as you live with other people you're not you're never going to be completely free yeah, no, exactly. I, ca- I can agree with that. I don't really like to agree with that, but <laughs> I I'm do feel sorry. like I have to. <laughs> well, we wanted only yeah. truth today, huh? I wanted nothing but the truth. Uh, Rafa, we talked a bit about some topics that you wanted to discuss as well today, and one of them, uh, maybe you want to go into that now, mm-hmm. um, about journalism. Journalists. Yeah, it was yeah. journalists, government, mm-hmm. or th- some yes, things that you wanted to say about that. Yeah, maybe just Whoa. start off with your story and then see if we uh, have a question after that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it's, not, it's not really my story. It's a story of, well, all the journalists that are working like around the world as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, we wanted to expand the scale of the talk right now, right? We jumped from the yeah. personal freedoms to more like how was the state of the art around the world right now. Yeah. And, <clears throat> well, it's not that as good as we have it here, like uh, around the world, right? We, we can talk about the cases like what happened to Jamal Khashoggi, right? To Jamal Khashoggi, to... Uh, the Maltese journalists, the uh, Anne Galizia, I believe, who were both assassinated and they were like journalists, you know, so we are talking about the freedom of speech right now, but like these people um, throughout their life, they were, I suppose, like being critical of like of their governments, of their, um, of, I'm sorry for that, of the way their countries are being run, right? They uncovered corruption when it comes to, for example, from Malta, like the highest echelons of of power were essentially involved in like laundering schemes corruption and she actually like made reports about this and what happened was that on 16th of october in 2017 she got assassinated like there was a bomb planted in her car and you know a person is gone 
And for what? Just because she was reporting about something, you know? <clears throat> yeah, I think that goes um, because she was probably taking more freedom than somebody else wanted her to have. Of course, yes. If you're telling something, you know, pointing fingers or maybe um, exposing things that people don't want to be exposed, then mm. your freedom, because that's what I believe that these journalists are actually fighting for, mm. to have the freedom of speech, to have the freedom in, in politics, in the cultures as well. Um, but by fighting that fight you're actually taking more freedom than somebody else wants you to have or you're exposing things that people don't want of course everybody to know or to see yeah but who's who's then to decide like what's the was the limit of your freedom as well right so the the it was the same case of like the jamal khashoggi who got assassinated by uh, as per orders of the crown prince of saudi arabia and it is known oh. there is like there is proof there's evidence and my problem is with this these cases is that we talk about them for like two three days and then nothing happens. No one is being held accountable. I mean, there is like people below the actual culprits who are like essentially the scapegoats. But like, you know, are we truly free? Is, is the freedom truly available around the world? Well, no, you know. Right, but there are apparently well, uh, people that are free enough to assassinate to, to, other people. Of course, well, apparently, sadly. Yeah, so Shichia, is there something so you want to say about this? Absolutely, <laughs> so much to say about this. Now this is, I mean, this is power. And mm. that's that's yeah. what's that, that's why I think that we don't have as much freedom as we'd like to believe because some people have more power than other people. It's an unequal society. It's an unequal world. Mm -hmm. And here, clearly, there are some people with so much power that they can assassinate people hundreds and thousands of miles away mm. yeah. for reasons which we all know and all understand. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, this was something that most people could have predicted, and it happened anyway. That just shows you the scale oh. of power that some people have. Uh, and I mean, in a you know, in a world like this, when this kind of thing can happen. Where is the freedom? I mean, they, they, somebody just lost their 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 own life, you know. Mm. They, I, I'm very sure they didn't choose to end their lives this way. No, of uh, no, of course not. So um, when somebody's freedom takes precedence over somebody else's, then you have conflict. Mm -hmm. But yeah. then also the question that raises with me uh, might be a bit of a tricky one. But the person that if you actually need to assassinate another person, how free are you then in the things that you are doing? Because if that's the only way to keep doing what you're doing and you have to do these, well, in my opinion, awful things in order to keep sitting on the chair that you're sitting or keep running the politics the way that you do. Mm. Well, we create is our that own actually prisons having as well freedom? sometimes, you know? Yeah. Of course, like from our perspective, that person has infinitely much more freedom than, well, the person who got assassinated. But at the same time, yeah, it also limits like the scope of the things. They had to do it apparently, you know, but... Yeah. I guess so. I don't mm. think that this is something that you just... Well, I hope it's not something that you just do, you know? You'll never know. <laughs> For no but reason, but... It's, it's yeah. not only about assassinations, to be honest. Like, I was also, like, uh, recently uh, reading up about, um, for example, concerns, you know, lobbies, like, big companies that have, whenever mm -hmm. activists um, try to, for example, raise a topic that, I don't know, you shouldn't build this pipeline or whatever, then ordinary people who, you know, work there or do live their ordinary lives, work their ordinary jobs, they suddenly get uh, like uh, a summon for the court, which says that, oh yeah, we are suing you for $30 million. Yeah. Even if things like this is not gonna happen because no sane court would allow a normal person to pay $30 million to a company, just the fear factor, just the ability for those companies to do it, you know, to discourage people but from speaking up. You're talking about companies, but it's happening to people as well. I of mean, course. here, if I'm just going to take it back to maybe a bit no, local. No, please. Um, we had this whole fight that people are in about 
child support that they got from the government here in the Netherlands. Mm. We heard about that at the news, And they news, went, yeah. like, uh, families that went completely bankrupt in debt because government sends them a, a letter that says you have to pay 30, 40, or I read 180 thousand euros you have to pay it back to U- UVV or mm. whatever um, the government <laughs> at some point and then this this is about a family you know a mom and a dad that are working and they have t- two children mm. in daycare and this is the amount of money that they have to pay they're trying to sue now and all the proof that they're getting about why they need to pay this is all blacked out they cannot even read the files and this is something that you want to take to court mm. uh, because as a family you're going completely bankrupt while you're actually working hard and you know doing your thing here and one day your life is ruined and what are you going to do about it if it's fighting a government or you know mm. that's what's actually happening in our free little country here maybe like a little power talks like the freedom yeah, yeah as we said like the freedom comes with actually well, how much power have you accumulated? You know, how much money do you have? Yeah. That's that's the ultimate, like, highest level of freedom you could have. Like, some of these companies work even past the laws, like all the, how do, how do you call them, the tax havens, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a freedom for them, you know? They are free to do it, and they are essentially working above the law, you know? Yeah. So... I wouldn't say that's a freedom. That's a means to gain freedom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And they Fair have enough. the power to do that. So mm-hmm. it's in fact a, cre- a way to create a system of freedom for themselves that uh, that allows them more freedom than most people have. Mm. And they they happen to have happened okay they have accumulated the power to be able to ex- to you know implement that kind of thing. If I have the p- permission of Katinka, our yes. dear host, to say something extremely depressing, then I would like to do so. Okay, oh. you can, because after this, we're going to sing a, a, a better song. That's so what let's, I thought, let's yeah. say something depressing first, and we're going to go into a song after. Well, when you think about power, you know, um, sometimes, well, people have taken power by force, but most of the times, like when you talk about the Dutch government, mm-hmm. um, we can all agree that it's a democratically elected yeah. government. It's a representative government. And what is a representative government? It's a, we, we basically um, elect negotiators. We like people to, you know, stand for us and say, this is what we want. In other words, the, the, the legal system, the laws are a set of contracts between, actually, it's, it's a set of mutual contracts that, you know, this country decides to live in this manner. And the enforcers of the contracts are the government or the police or the courts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the contracts are between the citizens for the mutual benefit of all the citizens. So the problem of freedom of, uh, and power is essentially another facet of the problem of the fundamental problem of politics. If you think, I think about that, it. yeah, that comes with it. As long as you're living in a society, and especially the way with the democracy that we have, it's all—it's always your decision. You choose to vote or not. You choose what you vote on, um, and then. I don't know why, but every time something comes out of it and we're all complaining. So <laughs> what's happening there that the freedom that we have actually doesn't make us feel as free as we want to be. I'm not sure if uh, I, I, I think this is the opposite of freedom. I, I think yeah. that um, a bunch of these these contracts allow us to define how far we allow our freedoms to be limited to have a peaceful society. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, and that's the history of uh, history of political theory, you know, right right back to Plato and his philosopher kings. We're all trying to, they're all trying to figure out how we can organize society in a manner that enables us to live peacefully while doing what we want. Mm. Yeah. 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 And yeah. this trade-off is actually what defines like whether we have it as easy or like so to speak in Europe compared yes. to like a tyrannical country, right? Like yeah. we are not North Korea and like that's just this balance of like what can you do what sort of freedom do you enjoy while 
being able to do it. Yeah, right? although I do dislike this way of looking at it because people under tyrannical governments rarely, if ever, choose to be there. Mm. And it's more about the accumulation of history that and that it decides which people oh, are born under tyrannical governments and mm. which people are born under free economies. Mm-hmm. In other words, uh, this discussion is kind of heading towards the story of history, you know, the, the, of politics. Mm. Yeah. Um, maybe we can get into that after a song. I, I think a song would be good at this point. <laughs> yeah, would point. a song be great? I think it would be fantastic. If you're ready for it. Well, uh, Gabrielle, you chose this song. You're going to sing it live. I will sing with you. You asked me to do that. Uh, yes. I, I'm a bit scared, but we, uh, we'll, we're going to do that. Oh, me too. Uh, can you tell us maybe a little bit about why you chose this song? What was the reason? Because it had a special meaning for you. Um, yeah, well, I mean, um, originally the song isn't, isn't really like about um, freedom, but for me it is because this has been one of my favorite songs for a very, very long time, even since I was a kid. And every time I would listen to this song, it means something good has happened, something like was um. in my favor that I perhaps got something or or somebody let me do something that I actually wanted, which is you know was freedom for me, even if it was little, but for a child it meant a lot. <laughs> so yeah. Okay, awesome. So uh, yeah, you will start. I will sing with you. And the song that you chose is Valerie by Amy Winehouse. So we're going to cover this cover. Uh, Yeah, let's start the song and uh, see where we get. Yep. Well, sometimes I go out by myself and I look across the water. And I think of all the things, what you're doing. And in my head I paint a picture Since I've come home Well my body's been a mess And I miss your ginger hair And the way you like to dress I want you to come on over Stop making a fool out of me Put your house up for sale But you got a good lawyer Uh-oh Hope you didn't catch a tail Hope you find the right man Who'll fix it for you Now you're shopping anywhere You change the color of your hair Are you busy? Did you have to pay that fine? You were dodging all the time Across the water And I think of all the things What you do And in my head I paint a picture 
Cause I've come on home while my body's been a mess And I miss your ginger hair and the way you like to dress But won't you come on over, stop making a fool out of me Why don't you come on over, scared but a lot of a lot of fun actually to do so yeah let's uh rafael as my co-host that's my name yes let me yeah. just uh, come back from singing a song live on the radio should i take over yeah you want please to take yeah. pick up breath? the conversation where okay. you wanted to go mm-hmm. so where did we go we went personal we went global mm-hmm. and shall we scale it back a little yeah. Keep it maybe a bit positive if we can keep it positive. Yeah, can we can we do that, Sashit? Sashit, can you stay Everybody's positive? Everybody's giving me yeah. looks. No, I cannot stay positive. <laughs> can you stay positive for fifteen minutes? I can give it a shot. I think. Let's yeah. try. Let's try. Okay. Well, to be honest, I'm not sure how positive can we make this part of the topic, but we are gonna try to talk about cultural freedoms in the city of Maastricht. Yes. But also, as uh, Randy, you might have some insight from surrounding area too so i'm interested about your opinion on that um so these freedoms right because now we are in a like very specific period um we already had a bunch of shows about it about squads being shut down not just squads cultural spaces whatnot mm-hmm. um <clears throat> so the real question is um is the cultural like does do people have like the actual like freedom of um following up their I know their dreams, their goals, their projects in the city, or is it a bit hampered these days? Like how free is Maastricht? How much of a creative freedom do you have? That's the question to you, Gabrielle, because you tried to avoid it. I've seen it. Hmm? You're an artist in Maastricht and you also work for Kaleido. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh... Does that refer to the topic of freedom? Do you give people like some freedom of Actually, yeah, more or less. I mean, Kaleido, by definition, is a is a student association, a mm-hmm. studentenvereniging. Mm-hmm. But we actually give a lot of freedoms to people who want to make events or do something. You know, we, we create, like, intimate events for people so we can all meet each other. Like, since I joined Kaleido, mm-hmm. it has been, like, a really, really um, eye-opening experience. I've become more open-minded to things and... I've been getting really into, you know, the community here in Maastricht, especially the student community. But um, we give our members a lot of freedom. We actually really do. And, you know, you're not forced into anything mm-hmm. at all. I mean, you don't even have but to But freedom of creation as well? Yes, we? very much. I mean, mm-hmm. you, anybody, literally anybody in Maastricht could just like come to us and be like, yo, hey. We wanna we wanna do this event. Like, can can you be like our host, or can we write in your space to do this event? Mm. And we would we would be really into it. And you know, we would just broadcast this, like basically market the living shit out of this, so people would come and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so that is Kaleido towards students or people in Maastricht. How do you feel that Kaleido has 
this freedom to actually do this um you know by the because you have to you obey certain free, rules yeah, maybe course. you have to have the freedom to actually provide those spaces and provide that and have an event where you can i mean if you have to sell beer there's so yeah. certain rules and certain things that you have to have yeah. or you cannot do that you cannot host the event so how do you feel that that uh, is collider free enough to actually do all that um yeah actually we are uh currently uh, our location is at the lbb mm-hmm. which is a squatting place yes freedom <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. you would call it uh yeah, we have um, we have our own space at Kalerichi, and we run it um, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. And um, we do we do actually sell beer and drinks and soft drinks like that. We actually um, I'm actually not very into the le- legalities of this thing. It's, it's not <laughs> my aspect, thing, so maybe you shouldn't really say it yeah, on the radio. I, I, that's not my aspect. <laughs> By the way, so we are not selling drinks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I mean, I we definitely have a permit. I just don't know if it's like under the LBB's permit or if it's our own permit, but. Um, mm-hmm. In other cases, I would say, yeah. We, we don't can. sell beer. <laughs> 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 we just sell soft drinks. Only soft well, drinks. Randy, just for the yeah. Yeah. Randy, you are uh, doing a lot here now in Maastricht, obviously, because I've met you here. You joined <coughs> Student Radio. You've been on the radio now. Uh, you do a lot of things in Maastricht, but you don't live here. You're not from here. So how yeah. do you look towards that question about the cultural freedom in Maastricht? Do you see that? Is is there more that we can maybe win in that? Or Yeah, um, I don't... We have a specific perspective on that, but what I can share is maybe from from a from a practical uh, standpoint. Because I work, yeah, what I didn't say I work for an American company, but it's mm-hmm. actually a combination of uh, yeah of many different companies around the world from all five continents. Okay. And I think if you're talking about uh, yeah giving this a positive note, I think where it all starts is being able to yeah to share perspective. You know, you don't have to agree, you don't have to, you know, yeah come to a solution right away, but the ability to yeah to yeah to share your perspective to say what what your view is on things and they, i think that's a big portion of uh yeah of what makes freedom yeah a pleasant thing and, and can uh, we do that here can yeah that's the big here? question yeah that's a big question yeah uh, but you mean specifically uh, specifically here in, in maastricht or or in Netherlands, like locally yeah yeah i uh, I, I have the feeling yeah mm-hmm. yeah that we can actually yeah. okay good yeah. do you feel so the same as an artist gabriel that you enjoy like enough freedoms because for example i'm not sure how it like for me one of the things is uh do you perform on the streets sometimes as well like do the no no, no no i never because that. for that you actually need to have a permit as well yeah, and yeah, that's not yeah. permitted yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. i did it once for a cultural event they asked me went there with my harp sang hallelujah on the streets yeah yeah got a got a fine 120 euros oh, yeah. are you serious yeah, no yeah. way no yeah. you're gonna fine yeah because the police came and i was just there, like i don't know this is cultural event they asked me and to come play here so you know i did people were getting tours through maastricht and i was one of the like eight stops that mm. night um so every time a group came i would just you know sing there and you see that's sweet, something so weird yeah. because you would think that like netherlands was for like years considered like one of the more progressive countries in uh, europe like like a leader essentially yeah definitely um but now the question is okay there is there must be reasons for like having permits for things like this but oh yeah i can see very good reasons for it because now obviously it was a bit of a weird situation because i was there with one other singer and mm. we were playing hallelujah and a harp you know it, it was really small and, and beautiful obviously mm-hmm. um but I mean, it could have been a rock band that would have decided at 3 a.m. Yeah, let's go play heavy metal <coughs> here. Or and I, I well, think that's not something that you can do. There has to be certain guidelines. And I think sure enough. probably if the organization uh, would have asked for a permit, maybe they would have gotten it. Maybe they 
didn't mm. get it and decided to do the event and we, they paid the fine for me by the way they didn't mm. let me pay it myself that's just oh, out, out there, yeah. that. i was really <laughs> wondering no, no, that. They, they solved everything and uh, and people uh, donated money for it as well so that was really cool um but i think we took a bit of freedom there that maybe gemeente couldn't give us because there's a certain amount of permits as well so they mm-hmm. have to make decisions in that yeah. maybe they didn't even apply for a permit i don't know um, but that's yeah, essentially what you were talking about earlier as well. You have to have those guidelines to actually have freedom. You can play in the streets, but you mm. have to make agreements about that. Because mm-hmm. if you don't have those guidelines and everybody will just take their freedom, then you're going to be in somebody else's. And that's mm. where things can get a bit out of hand, I think. Absolutely. But I mean, as a, I've been born and raised and lived here for almost 28 years now, mm. <laughs> I feel pretty free culturally as well. There's enough that you can do or there's enough to explore. Sometimes you really have to work for it, but I think that's okay as well you see because i see through <clears throat> also like through a slightly different perspective um because mm. i would take you were not truly involved in organizing actual events as well i mean not uh concerts parties not big no i have been but then but it's always been everything was arranged already you know there oh, yeah. was uh, gemeente would ask mm. for a concert or gemeente would ask for an event mm-hmm. or uh, so I would ask, like, let's organize something here. Mm. So I've never really been in a position where I have an idea and let's try and make it happen. And and then it kind of happened. Yeah. Because I I was on the other side of the coin, like where... Right, certain obviously. Yeah, that's where you like to be, <laughs> huh? That's it's where you want flex to be. Yeah. Here, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is that uh, you have to consider, because that's true, like the Hemente can give only like limited amount of permits, for example. But then you're also thinking, um, for example, when Andre Rio is playing in the city, right? Mm-hmm. Part of the city is locked off for like long period of time. And yeah, don't get me started on that. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe you should have a <laughs> special episode shit. about Andre Ryu, huh? Or yeah, well, luckily we can swear on the radio, right? So <laughs> I might be a part of that. But continue. <laughs> so Andre Ryu, are we bossy yeah. enough to say, to say? No, but like my 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 th- uh, my, my question is, uh, or is actually not a question, but like rather a statement. It's just troubling that uh, some people enjoy so much freedom in the city. You know, it's like I understand he's. Uh, Maastricht's treasure. I mean, part of Maastricht believes that. Anyway. Oh yeah, but that's actually because I don't. Well, I wouldn't say I don't like him. Uh, mm. He's probably a nice guy. I, I love the show. I mean, I've seen it. It's great. Mm. But I hate it when Andre Rieu comes to town because he takes away all of my freedom. I cannot exactly. go and get a new pair of shoes. I cannot go have a drink with my friends. How it's dare not she? allowed to enter my Freithof. It's my Freithof as well. You know, mm, there's exactly. streets I'm not allowed to. There's mm. police everywhere. Mm. I cannot even ride my bike legally. I feel like a criminal when People he's People who town. live in the areas around, yeah. they need to have their shutters uh, closed and everything because of... Uh, it's crazy. And that's... For real? Yes, yeah. the people who live, who have windows yeah, facing the show. Yeah, because you cannot see it if you don't pay for it. And you and you cannot record it if you cannot so see it. So I have it. a lot of that, respect. That is fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Because yeah. it's, a, it's, it's, it's an a open area. Space. It's a yeah, public exactly. space. Yeah. And people are not, living not there, paying there, fucking though. rent. So as you can see, we can swear on the, <laughs> on the radio. But, 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 yeah, but, but to add to that, I think the, yeah, the mm-hmm. story, of course, can change if, if those people have been informed beforehand, you know, mm. like, oh, yeah, you want to live there, you want to pay rent, but once a year, you know, this, this dude comes to play. But uh, normally yeah. he so, should so be so paying them for the inconvenience, right? Yeah, That's like yeah. the... Yeah. Well, yeah, he's really taking a part of my freedom at that point when there's so much things that I'm not, I cannot do anymore, I'm not allowed to do anymore. Mm. Uh, and he's claiming this whole 
part of a city. It's I mean, a huge I, part from of a the business city. point of view, I have a lot of respect for the guy. Mm. From a, as a citizen point of view, uh, I fucking hate it every every year. I'm like, oh, again, ten days. Because oh, it man. could <laughs> easily be moved to the Mac Center, for example, and like the place well, would be available. Well, he did that in winter. Well, now no, in winter, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, 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 so when yes. he's cold, he gets to do it in a building. But <laughs> yeah. when it's summer, he can just do it outside. Uh, Inconvenience yeah. everybody. Disturb their fucking summer. I think it happens in two days as well, right? Speaking of our cultural agenda later, but I think the concert of. Uh, I refuse to have that on my cultural agenda. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, same. If you put it on the agenda, Rafa, please take it off. <laughs> Are we going to assassinate some more journalists or what? No, no, <laughs> I think, but that, that, that is, I think the point is that you can take as much freedom as you want, but there's going to be rules if you live in a certain society, if you mm. want to do the politics, and if not, you're going to bug somebody else. But even then, you're going to bug somebody else. There's probably... A, a, it's an intricate web when, of yeah, when you stretch your always. freedom further, you're going to be in somebody else's space at some mm. point. And then it doesn't matter if you're playing the harp or if you're André Rie or if you want to have a, a civil student radio Maastricht party or it mm. doesn't really matter. There's always going to be somebody that doesn't agree with it. But okay, about people who don't agree, what about the so-called PC culture as well, you know? So because like a lot of people are having issues these days that mm. um, the discussions and discourses are becoming very polarized, you know, you either take one side or another. And we are having a discussion next to me. I'm talking to myself, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening to you. I'm listening to you. Actually, I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> so like back to the question, right? Um, we are talking about freedoms, but like we also like, I don't know, it happened probably in several years back, but like there's a lot of emphasis on just focusing on like either one side or another, like the, the central thinking essentially got wiped out these days. You need to make a stance. And when we are talking about freedom, like also what about those people who get offended by and at everything? Should we also limit ourselves Yeah. so much or where does the freedom start and end? How far should we allow people to I talk? I think that's about a question. Where does the freedom start and where does it end? Mm. I think that's what we're kind of the point that we're coming to now. Mm -hmm. Not just what it means, but how does it influence each other? Um, I got a little sign from Sajid. We're going to round up the discussion. show now. Yeah, this, the discussion. The show. If there's anything, I'm going to look at our guests now because you were listening mm -hmm. to the discussion. Is there anything you want to add uh, to this? point is conclusion i think we need a part two and three yeah we that's, might or maybe yeah, uh, yeah. i was thinking maybe a podcast podcast about podcast. freedom yeah. that's increasingly yeah. becoming a theme at student radio every yeah. time we have an interesting episode mm -hmm. we say oh we're gonna make 20 podcasts about this yeah, well, well, well we, we actually freedom are is a very broad topic. topic i don't see why are, not. are you allowing us to do that sashid or not <laughs> student radio is not a hierarchical organization so if you are in student All radio right. and you decide that you want to make right. a podcast we're making a podcast okay. so feel free to and make a podcast and if you decide it. to make it you better fucking do it wow that's true what All right, Ralpha, you have a cultural agenda for us? Yes, I dug out some things. There isn't much happening because it's the end of the month, end of the year. But there is a day of short films in Lumiere on the 21st of December, which is Saturday, I believe. Yeah. Sounds quite interesting. A lot of good uh, emerging um, directors from what I've noticed. Mm -hmm. And also a tune-in talent stage in Bonnefante Museum, which is for free. There's going to be a bunch of local artists and youngsters performing. 
Cool. That sounds awesome. So far, so good. All right. Thank you. Well, I want to thank our guests, Gabrielle and Randy, for joining the conversation. Ralfa, thank you for being my co-host today. And thank you very much. Thank you for uh, for all your input in the discussion, the picking Ralfa's brain. You're welcome. uh, And the ice cream from (laughs) Gelateria Caliteiro. Oh, God, yes. That was amazing. Fabulous. Also, a big thanks to our supporters, RTV Maastricht and Code 043. We want to leave you with a less song, less song that sums it all up from the movie uh, Django by Anthony Hamilton and Elena Boynton, if I pronounce that right. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. Boynton. You oh, might know okay. the song uh, well, from the movie Django, um, and it is Freedom Ooh. to wrap it all up. Mm-hmm. It's pretty appropriate. Yeah, it's, it's a really good song.
U luistert naar RTV Maastricht. 87.5 op de kabel, 107.5 in de ether. Dit is Francis Dix met het Radio Nieuws. Zo'n 10.000 mensen zijn vanuit.